The big 50,000 terabyte voice of the big business of talking. We'll go on. Talk. TalkZone.com. Welcome back. Okay, then. We're talking about blind loyalty and how that's going to get you into nothing but trouble. You know, I remember a story about um, a Greek father who had many, many children. I don't know, 10, 15 kids. I mean, he was just like, I think he was a priest also. Yeah, he was. And I think he was just passionately in love with his kids. He was a very good man. He was a really good man. But you know what? He was, he was not blindly loyal. He was I think loyal he was to a the Muslim truth. Too. I have no idea. I, I don't think he was. Tur- Turkey? No, he was Orthodox. Oh, Orthodox Greek. Greek. Okay, you're right. But he was um, he was deeply loyal to truth, and uh, it came out that one or two of his sons, two of his two sons. sons, they um, they were uh, being terrorists of sorts, committing terrorism. Yes. And, you know, the police investigated it, and they had solid proof that his sons were involved. And you know what? He turned his sons in. He told he told the authorities where they could find him because what they had done was wrong, and they needed to uh, pay for their sins, and he was not going to protect them. And he was not blindly loyal to blood. He was loyal to truth. And when they gave him compelling evidence that showed that his sons were involved, he it was done for him. And, you know, he didn't love them any less, but he knew that what they had done needed to be paid for. And, you know, I, I can only commend this man. Must have been hard. For, sure. For his loyalty to truth. So he honored his son's soul over honoring their flesh and ego. Yep. And you know what? That's right perspective. We're looking for the right perspective all the time. That was right perspective. God bless him. So here's Andrew's Cohen, Andrew Cohen's comments. Uh, he's editor, founder and editor-in-chief of What is Enlightenment. And again, you know, I just have this love for him because I've read some of the work he does with ego, and it's really on. And I have a great respect for that. And then I noticed this gaping hole he has. He says, in a marketplace where the content of most spiritual magazines tends to promote either outdated, progressive spiritual thinking. So right there, he says it's uh, no longer progressive spiritual thinking because it's outdated. So here's my first comment on that. You know what? Some information is classic and timeless. It's always Always, always good and on. Truth. It's truth. And so, you know, you don't need to get smarter, zippier, intellectualized, zippier answers. Well, I got a fast computer. If the truth is, is on, you don't need all this zipped up, zooped up, intellectual, big words, fancy dancy, if you got the truth. Right. They use a lot of big words here, too, I think, to impress their intellectualism. Well, it is their intellectualism. I I was speaking to them one day, trying you know trying to get Andrew on the show. He still has not even come close to doing that. Uh, I think that we're in their views too new age, and any of you that know us well enough know we don't fit into that. But um, you know, his he said to me, "Oh, I'm taking copious notes," and I thought, "Yeah, I bet you are." <laughs> That's what they do. 
people that are stuck in their inch, they don't take lots of notes, they take copious notes. <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta say it right, right? So, you know, you know, we, we sometimes work out of a book called, uh, The Life of the Masters. Isn't that with Linda Johnson? Yeah. And, you know, we literally work out, about once a year we run through this book because, you know, it's like Apollonius and Plato and some of these other amazing, um, who? Platinus, some of these other amazing souls who have been around two and three hundred years ago. The book is called Lost Masters, uh, as Sages of Ancient Greece by Linda Johnson. And about once a year we run through this and talk about what these masters have to say and why do we do it? It's timeless, brilliant, uh, truth. That's why it's not, you know, just because it's, uh, old doesn't mean it's not on. So, we believe after reading this that you know there's a um, Hermes um, and some of his writings, and then these uh, lost masters of the Greek culture, and uh, you know India's culture, Egyptian culture, and then uh, Jewish and, and Christian culture. They all sort of join together with the same truth, um, which is following Christ consciousness. And here's a huge distinction that can make a huge difference in this world. Jesus was the messenger of Christ consciousness. He was, uh, he was, uh, willingly possessed by Christ consciousness. And it is that Christ consciousness that is the way, the truth, and the light to God. It's not Jesus the man. Jesus qualified to carry that mantle. But, He's not your savior. He's your helper to Christ consciousness. And only through Christ consciousness, you qualifying in that higher, pure consciousness, do you go to a higher place. That's what his message was. Here's uh, Andrew's next comment. The repackaging of traditional religious dogma. So here's another thing. I mean, we often speak... Um, not real favorably of religion because of the limits that many religions put on people. Also, the idea that many religions say that we're the only path, that's kind of silly. That's a problem. Nevertheless, many religions have real, real pieces of the truth that they carry within them that is valuable. And, you know, you should be honoring those pieces of truth. You know, religion is another thing that we don't want to be putting on a blind loyalty pedestal. Like everything else, you don't want to have anything on a blind loyalty pedestal. Because then, again, you've taken them, put those blinders on, and the nudges that come in from the peripheral that are trying to help you to see the truth, you miss because you got blind loyalty on. It's sort of like, you know, I talked to this guy one day, and I said, you should really listen to that show. He says, is it going to give me a new perspective that's going to change my point of view? And I said, probably. You know what? I don't think he listened. Because he didn't want to change that foundational piece, even though it's wrong. I'm fat and sassy and content. Please don't give me. You're going to make me think. Don't give me my. Don't give me more truth. My mind's made up. You know, blind loyalty is the core. Is a core of ignorance. So, if you're if you have blind loyalty, you're going to be ignorant because you're ignoring further facts and further investigation. 
So the core of ignorance is ignore. So blind loyalty means you're ignoring further investigation. So that is not the way you find the truth. And one lovely thing about the truth is it's our route to harmony. It's our route to peace. It's our route to wholeness. Without truth, you cannot get any of those. You know, um, intellectual without bringing in, I mean, even if you're doing this in, incredible intellectual um, exercise, which what is enlightenment certainly does, and all the people in there are certainly doing that. It's like they're stretching their brain to the furthest reaches of intelligence today to try to find what enlightenment is. But you know what? They've missed huge components that are so critical. Here's Andrew Cohen's next comment. Or just plain New Age make-believe. So these are his three things. Uh, In a marketplace where the content of most spiritual magazines tends to promote either outdated progressive spiritual thinking, the repackaging of traditional religious dogma, dogma, or just plain New Age make-believe, some people started to notice that what they're doing is something different. Okay, here's our comments on New Age make-believe. Oh, my goodness. You know, there's some aspects of the New Age movement that is just truly a mess. You're listening to (laughs) Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. If you would like to call in today, we welcome at 1-800-336-2225. You know, there's a lot of places in the New Age movement that Keith and I just clearly do not align with in any way, shape, or form. Then, there's the other side. And the other side is where the New Age, New Agers, have an opening to spirit that these other groups do not. They have an opening to channeling, an opening to telepathy, an opening to the spirit guides and their guidance. They have an opening to all these things that these other groups don't. Guess what, folks? Out in the universe, there is more intelligence than you or I, even if we were a 200 IQ, could muster up. You know, the Stephen Hawking's of this planet don't touch the brilliance that the universe is. Now, I believe somebody like Stephen Hawking certainly has the universe coming in through him. But I'll tell you, if you want the highest possible brilliance, you want to open yourself to spirit. Because it doesn't matter how developed you are in your intellect or any other form, if you haven't opened to spirit, you're missing a pile of incredible knowledge and wisdom so these people at what is enlightenment for all of what they are contributing and they surely are contributing they're missing a boatload a queen mary boatload of value by shutting out some of these other things so they are blindly loyal to intellectualism and in their blind loyalty they've given up a whole bunch of wisdom. You know, they think we're New Age because we're connected to spirit, and it couldn't be further from the truth. Although we are connected to spirit, we are so disconnected with so many of the New Age uh, philosophies and values. I mean, we're way a long way. But they can't tell the difference. That's right. They can't tell the difference. A lot of the New Agers, although they're breaking into 
the further dimensions of the sixth sense and stuff, which is where we're going to evolve to, they're oftentimes unrealistically idealistic. And uh, that means their feet's not on the ground. They're not grounded in reality. And uh, it reminds me of Barack Obama. He doesn't have a solid commitment. He's he's the man of change. He's constantly changing his stand. And I don't mind a person being open-minded and changing his stand, but he, he's doing it like too much. And um, so being open-minded... You know, it's different from being like um, you're evolving in truth. Right. Or... Just you simply don't have a solid foundation, so you're bouncing off right. the walls. Politically sword fighting. But, but really, you don't have your, your solid core base of anything. You just keep shifting it to, uh, you know, he's, he's a brilliant sword fighter, but he doesn't have the base in anything solid. It's true. So a, a lot of New Agers, you know, they're unrealistically idealistic. And a lot of Barack Obama's words, I think he's appealing to this crowd, unrealistically idealistic, like... Here, we'll have the government pay for your housing, welfare. We'll pull everyone out of the wars that are going on right when they're winning. Uh, we'll pay for your medical. Any problem, we'll just pay for it. You know, and it's, it, it, it's ridiculous. It's unrealistically idealistic. And, you know, it's a big rage these days. And it's, it, to me, it's scary because it's not grounded in reality. You know, rather than being blindly loyal to loyal to anything, you want to notice who has the bead and let them lead. Right. Now, what does that mean? It means whoever has the connection in this moment to the truth shall lead, whether it's coming from a religion, outdated progressive thinking, new age make-believe, or intellectual. Who has the bead? Who has the wisest wisdom in this moment to go forward, and that's who you want to be listening to. So let's say you're you're on a political side, and the other political people are saying on one of the issues exactly what's right on, as far as you can tell. Are you going to stay with your party, or are you going to go with them? Let's say you're the head of the household, and one of your little kids says something. I mean, everyone's carried away one, one, you know, on something, and this little kid says something that's just the simple, clear truth that everyone needs to listen to. Are you going to listen to that? Whoever has the bead shall lead. Doesn't matter the sex, doesn't matter the race, doesn't matter the age. The party, the religion. Doesn't matter if it's an animal or a plant or a human or a mineral. Who has the bead, let them lead. You know, one time I was going to go help a cat that was having a problem, and actually it was the wrong time to go help the cat to, to on a psychological level. And my other cat acted like he's he's never acted before and ran around the door, you know, like a cat can go so fast he can ran, run around the wall. He he kept running around the front of the door trying to stop me from doing that because the this cat knew what was best for the other cat and knew that I was going to go out and actually interfere with the right process for the cat. So cats can teach you, too. Omens can teach you, too. You know, with what is enlightenment, they have so much, uh, they revere intellectual theory and thought so much that they let all kinds of things into their magazine that they have up on pedestals that are... Um, very intellectual. Very intellectual, and a lot of it isn't very so good. So very intellectual gets them in, but the content is not right. And, and uh, you know, they're really missing a gap here. It's very frustrating because w- we have a sense of 
Andrew Cohen, but he's got this hole of almost like I'm not going to trust faith, I'm not going to trust inspiration. We have to cement through the thing with intellect ridiculously. Isn't that how it seemed to you? It is. They uh, they promoted again in their magazine Adi Da, who is a guru. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh. And um, the picture they have of him in there is uh, his face is angry, and I don't know why you would want to have it on a pedestal. I mean, I think the guy is has an intelligence that's off the chart. The man's very gifted, but, but he's not in, with light. It doesn't appear at yeah, all. Yeah, and although he light. talks about light a lot, it doesn't look like he has a lot of it. So who's open to see the truth here? Yeah, who's open to see the truth? We're looking. And who do you want to collapse into? Nobody. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmy Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. With sound answers to life's tough questions, and we're going to be back to finish out this hour also briefly. Stay with us. <laughs> 